from Diary of a Woodcutter. Wrinkles in the lake and in the body. Wrinkles in the stones and in memory. Wrinkles in September and in leaves of the air. Wrinkles in the rain falling on everything in a time of wrinkles. Into the lake, the sky slides. Into the sky, the lake slides. Into the lake and the sky, the world slides. The air shatters, and on the surface, darkness floats. For the source, it takes time to reach the sea. For the star, it takes time to touch the eye. For the wind, it takes time to rock the boat. And for the land, it takes time to reap the harvest. Time ripens slowly under the crust, and suddenly the summer sun and the grapes. An old pool, grass at the bottom, where a fish plays. It plays in the water that used to be a cloud, in the cloud that used to be water, the whole day that used to be night, the whole night that used to be day. A Sailor's Memoir. I don't believe in a sun that illuminates caves while my home remains in total darkness. I don't believe in a land where thorns and cares are my share of its yield while the harvest belongs to others. Peace be to the Gulf breeze, though others claim its pearls. Peace to the sand of the shores, bed of dying dawn. Peace to past memories that loom like a cubby of pigeons crossing the sky. Peace to returning ships and their singers in moonlight. Peace to the sails in the gulf, roaming the seas, loving risk. Peace to him who goes out pearl diving and to him who returns from a voyage. Peace be to women beating tambourines and their triumphant vows that make dreams come true. Peace be to a gathering in the dark lit up by songs and vibrant strings. Peace be to him who winds cables to our neighborhoods in winter, their paths awash with rain. Peace be to the neighborhood water carrier, his jingling bells in the passageways, Peace be to the well in the morning, its sputtering bucket as it descends. Peace be to the brazier in winter, around which are spun the evening tales. Peace be to the rampart and its turrets, the stones and boards of its gates. Peace be to our quiet dwellings, as still as the dead in their tombs. They almost push the huge buildings to tell their own past stories. I almost smell lost generations in them, lying underneath us without veils. They peep at me through wall cracks and complain of insomnia. Peace, peace, for I am gone like gathered clouds that pour down to be drunk by hard rocks to fill skin bags and streams. The birthday of the world. On the birthday of the world, I begin to contemplate what I have done and left undone, 
But this year, not so much rebuilding of my perennially damaged psyche, shoring up eroding friendships, digging out stumps of old resentments that refuse to rot on their own. No, this year I want to call myself to task for what I have done and not done for peace. How much have I dared in opposition? How much have I put on the line for freedom, for mine and others? As these freedoms are paired, sliced, and diced, where have I spoken out? Who have I tried to move? In this holy season, I stand self-convicted of sloth in a time when lies choke the mind and rhetoric bends reason to slithering, choking pythons. Here I stand before the gates opening, the fire dazzling my eyes, and as I approach what judges me, I judge myself. Give me weapons of minute destruction. Let my words turn into sparks. E.B. White, the author of beloved books like Charlotte's Web and Stuart Little and The Elements of Style, once said, every morning I awake torn between a desire to save the world and an inclination to savor it. This makes it hard to plan the day. But if we forget to savor the world, what possible reason do we have for saving it? In a way, the savoring must come first. These words have been echoing in my mind ever since I looked at the calendar and saw that our in-gathering service would fall on September 11th, the 15th anniversary of the attacks. Here at People's Church, today is a day for savoring the world. We are back together again in the commons. We are beginning a program year that will be full of joy and learning and meaning. We have merged our waters together and have brought all of our gifts once again to share with one another. It is a beautiful day to be together. And beyond these walls and within our hearts, today is also a day for saving the world. Fifteen years ago, planes crashed into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and a field in Pennsylvania, altering the course of our country's history altering the course of millions of lives, bringing death and destruction to so many. September 11, 2001 is a day that many of us remember vividly. We can tell you where we were when we heard the news. We remember seeing the images playing again and again on our televisions. We remember the fear and the anxiety and the illusions of safety that we held that we could no longer hold. And many of us gathered today don't remember that. We weren't alive yet, or we're not old enough to have that as part of our consciousness. For this younger group, our country has always been at war. There is no memory of a time of peace. This has been the longest period of war in our country's history. These younger folks cannot remember a time when we did not have men and women fighting overseas on our behalf. This is their normal. 
and that breaks my heart. No matter our age, no matter our memories, today is a day to commit and recommit ourselves to be co-creators of a just and lasting peace. We dream of a world where justice rolls down like waters and peace like an ever-flowing stream, as the ancient prophets described. And we, in our small ways, work to save the world. E.B. White presents saving and savoring as though they are a choice, as though we must pick one and then the other. And I don't think that's how it works. I believe to live with integrity, to live in right relationship, means to always be half-saving and half-savoring. For me, the purpose of religious community is to transform ourselves so we can transform the world. The church helps us be better people so we can make the world better. Our predecessors used different words to describe this in the Bond of Union. From 1892, they wrote, desiring to develop in ourselves and in the world honest, reverent thought, faithfulness to our highest conception of right living, the spirit of love and service to all people, and allegiance towards all the interests of morality and religion, as interpreted by the growing thought and purest lives of humanity. We do that all still. We might not say it that way, but we do it. And the transformation that happens here at People's Church can take many forms. The power and hope that comes through worshiping and singing with one another. The insight and connection that happens in coffee hour and over potlucks. The wisdom and meaning-making that happens in religious education classes the satisfaction of working together for a common purpose, whether that's the board facing a difficult topic, a committee organizing an event, or volunteers getting classrooms clean before the beginning of religious education classes next Sunday. And we know it's not always easy to be in community with one another. Our water is not always smooth. Our church life, like other parts of our lives, are not always peaceful. Like all human creations, people's church is far from perfect. We sometimes disappoint one another. We sometimes hurt one another. And that is when we get to practice peacemaking, negotiating the differences between us, handling conflict in a way that brings greater health and wholeness. Here we practice right relationship, and here we catch glimpses of the beloved community all to the purpose of making those things real beyond our walls, beyond our community. All of this, the joys and the struggles that happen here, transform us for the better, make us better people. And then as we leave this place, our transformed selves can transform the world. As better people, we make the world better. We are kinder in our relationships. We are more generous with our time and our money, we partner with others to work for the common good. So let us be filled up like that bowl in being together today and throughout the coming year. Let us be filled with joy and hope, compassion and love. And let us pour out peace and justice, because justice is what love looks like in public, into our world, a world thirsty for what we have to offer. Let us work to establish truth, righteousness, and love in all the world 
and justice rolls down like waters and peace like an ever-flowing stream. May it be so. May we make it so. And amen.